Hello, welcome back to Cosmic Soup and Messages from the Moon. If you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited you are here. My name's Charlie and this is an astrology podcast. I share energy updates in terms of what is going on with the planets at the moment and what we can expect um, and invitations to explore the th- these themes in your life. Um, sometimes there are some guided meditations which you'll probably see if you scroll down on my page and throughout I it's my intention to share empowering and inspiring and encouraging wisdom Um, so yeah I hope you enjoy this episode I'm going to be talking about retrogrades and in particular Venus retrograde and Chiron retrograde which are going on at the moment Um, but I'm going to spend a bit of time talking about retrogrades in general this can be a term that is bounced around the internet in popular astrology and not really understood properly I think so I'm going to shed some light on what they really mean and the medicine of retrogrades and how we can work with them most effectively um so before we start let's take a moment to pause so important to take these little opportunities to pause throughout our days as they can be busy we can be so focused on doing all the things and being in all the places and seeing all the people and wherever you are you can start to take a deep breath in through the nose and as you breathe in feel the expansion of your breath through the ribs and into the belly hold the breath at the top and then open the mouth exhale let all of the air go relax the shoulders Take another slow, mindful, expansive breath in, holding at the top. And exhale through the mouth, soften the space around the heart, release any tension in your mind as you exhale. One more breath in like this, inhale to clear space, to come back to center, to find presence. and exhale let everything go let the body be heavy let the body relax and just take a moment to notice how you're feeling today what feels alive for you what feels present for you and just noticing how you feel without judgment without narrative just welcoming Welcoming yourself, acknowledging yourself, giving yourself space to be and to feel without the need to fix or change anything. So, retrogrades, let's talk about them. What are they all about? If you follow any kind of astrology content, or even if you don't actually, you'll probably have seen the term retrograde, particularly in relation to Mercury retrograde on the internet or on social media. And what I usually see or what you might have seen is this hysteria around Mercury retrograde coming to ruin all of our lives and fuck everything up and basically cause chaos. And there is an element of truth in that, particularly with Mercury retrograde, because Mercury is the trickster planet. Mercury is kind of here to cause chaos sometimes. And 
Retrogrades, so yeah, let me tell you what retrogrades are first and foremost. So retrograde in the literal sense, so what we see in the sky with a retrograde is, if you think about all the planets in doing their orbits around the sun, different planets are going at different speeds. So we've got Mercury whizzing at a very fast pace around the sun, Earth is going a little bit slower, and at some point, Mercury is overtaking the orbit of the Earth. And so in that, in that moment where Mercury is overtaking us, it looks like or it appears like Mercury is, is going backwards in the sky. Mercury isn't actually going backwards, but it's like that same thing when you're on a train and the train you're on is stationary and the train next to you starts moving forward. It gives the illusion or the feeling that we're going backwards. So that's what retrogrades are. It's when planets are overtaking our orbit or we are on Earth overtaking another planet's orbit. And in that moment, that period of time, it could be a couple of weeks, it could be a few months. The outer planets, their retrograde periods last for a few months. In that moment, it appears as though the planet or we are going backwards. So that's the literal thing that's going on when there are retrogrades. And astrologically speaking, a retrograde is a time of reflection. It's a time of review. It's a a time when we are invited to slow down and take stock. And depending on the planet that is in retrograde, we are then invited to explore, to review, to take stock, to realign within the themes of that planet. And then layered on top of that, we then have the sign that the planet is in giving us more themes to look at. And depending on depending on the house in your natal chart that that sign rules, and if you have any planets in that sign in your chart, will give an indication of where this is going to come up for you in your life. So the house is the area of your life that this will all be experienced in. And if you have planets in there, you'll feel it in a certain way of expressing yourself. So if, for example, I know there's many layers to this that I've spoken about, so I hope you're still following. For example, if we had Mercury retrograde in Virgo, which is coming up at the end of this month in August. So if Virgo ruled your second house, for example, in your chart, you would most likely be a Leo rising. So Leo would rule your first house, Virgo would rule your second house, and maybe in Virgo you have your natal Mars. And so when Mercury is retrograding in Virgo, in your second house, you are going to be exploring the themes of the second house in your life. So this is your relationship with money, with your values, it's connected with your material possessions, And Mercury is the planet of the mind communication. Um, So you might be invited to explore how you think or the beliefs that you have around money, material, possessions, wealth during a Mercury retrograde in your second house. Um, And because of the Virgo element, this might give you the drive to create some new systems and structures to get more organized to consider your habits around money and spending, um, especially if you have your natal Mars in Virgo. So Mars is the planet of action. This might all 
give you a drive to take some action and do something differently in terms of how you manage your money or how you choose to invest your energy, your time. So that's an example. Hopefully you followed. As you can hear just from that, astrology is so layered, it is so complex, and it is so unique depending on our individual birth chart, um, which is why getting a reading is always amazing. Um, I have a flash sale on my readings for all of August for live readings with me. Um, This is for either Soul Blueprint, which is your birth chart, the map of the planets, um, the map of where the planets were in the sky from the moment you were born. And that's your Soul Blueprint reading. And then I also have current transit readings where we look at what is going on in the sky right now and how this is being reflected in your life. Um, These are my favorite ones to do because it's very here and now focused and we can really talk about what's coming up for you and how to move forward um so yeah the link to book those to find out more information about those are in the show notes and they are more than half price at the moment so this is a great time to get a reading if it's something you've been thinking about but the price point has been a barrier um so yeah that was just a short Ad, ad break for my <laughs> to promote my readings and, and we'll get back to the retrogrades now so retrogrades what I see in society is we have a difficulty surrendering and sinking into retrogrades because they are all about slowing down because they are all about reflecting they are less about doing and producing and they are more about refining and realigning And in our capitalist, our modern, our patriarchal society, the systems and structures that support that don't prioritize or don't put value on the pause, on the slowing down, because we're not producing anything. We are not creating anything. We're not necessarily achieving anything, but in the sense of doing more, being more. We are achieving, in the slowing down, the resting, the reviewing, we are achieving more. It's giving us that time to refine and realign. It's giving us that time that we need to rest and recalibrate so that we can have the energy to continue, to keep showing up, to keep creating, to keep producing. The rest, the pause, that moment of stop is so important. It's such an important part of the cycle of life, the creative cycle, the cycles of business, the cycles of relationships, all of it. Um, But it's very interesting to see how in popular astrology, the narrative around retrogrades is that they are a bad thing, but they are not. They are something to be honored and respected. And yes, with Mercury retrograde particularly, things can feel quite chaotic. Mercury is the trickster planet. Mercury rules things like transport, travel, communication, technology. And when Mercury is retrograde, things go do go a bit haywire. Cancellations, delays, um, technology breaking or not working properly. And it's not a time to be feared. It is an opportunity for us to observe in ourselves how we react and respond to those things happening. The things that are seemingly going wrong and not seemingly not working. How do we react to those, to, to, to what's going on around us? Do we choose to blame ourselves? Do we get really frustrated and patient and why? 
yeah, it's a time when we get to notice how we deal with things not quite going to plan or not quite going how we imagined. This is particularly with Mercury retrograde. With Venus retrograde, which we have at the moment, so Venus is currently in Leo, and Venus stationed retrograde on July the 22nd, and she will be retrograde until September 3rd when she stations direct. And always with a retrograde period, we have this shadow shadow time or shadow period before and after, which can be one, two, three weeks where we're already feeling that energy. So in the lead up to July 22nd, we would have already been feeling the energy of Venus retrograde and, and maybe the themes arising that we were going to be feeling during Venus's retrograde in Leo. So Venus is the planet of love, of money, of relationships, of values, of beauty and the energy of Leo is all around our creativity, our expression Leo is about the self. Leo is about our heart, our heart's desires. Um, Leo is also connected with playfulness, with intimacy, um, with our relationship with being seen, with being valued. This combination of Venus and Leo is really around our self-worth. And so a big theme that we are collectively being invited to explore with this Venus retrograde is our relationship with our self-worth, our feeling of worthiness. Where do we seek that? Where do we find that? Where does that come from? What are we conforming to? What are we doing, saying, being in order to feel worthy? And this Venus retrograde is an opportunity or an invitation to strip all of that back, to let all of that go, to surrender our pride and to let go of the need to be liked, to let go of the need to be seen in a certain way, to be approved of or to be pleasing to others. Um, the last time Venus was retrograde in Leo was the summer of 2015. So what was going on for you then? What was going on in summer 2015? Where were you? What were you doing? How were you feeling? I have a crazy personal story about this Venus retrograde in Leo and the last Venus retrograde in Leo. And I will maybe share it on my Instagram or in an email or somewhere. It's not for now, it's not for the podcast, but I, I am going to share it at some point because it's blowing my mind how the planets and all the astrology is so aligned with the themes and what I've learned and how I've grown. And it's really cool to see that mirrored in the astrology. Um, so other things we are exploring with Venus retrograde in Leo are beauty ideals and our beliefs of beauty and our ideas around what beauty is and how we express that how we celebrate that um what does it mean to you to feel beautiful to be beautiful and is that beauty or that need for beauty coming from a belief that you need to express or share yourself in a certain way or is it coming from an inner feeling of inherent self-worth? Is it coming from an, an inner feeling of beauty and trust in yourself and your power? Because that 
is beautiful that is magnetic you know you can you can feel that energy from someone when they're really connected to themselves when they're really in their own energy that's true confidence that's true magnetism and that is a beauty that you cannot buy that you cannot put on your body you know so what I would invite you to investigate is where do you have Leo in your chart? Even if you don't have any planets in Leo, an area of your chart will be ruled by Leo. It could be one house or two houses. And this will give you an indication in terms of the area of your life that you're being invited to slow down, reflect, realign, and think about your relationship to your values, to money, to beauty, to love and your relationship to yourself within all of those themes you know how are you how are you seeking a sense of self-worth or how are you where are you not believing in your value or where are you really seeing your own value and how can you celebrate that within that area of your life for example if leo rules your 10th house this could really be to do around your work and your ideas of success if it's your seventh house this could be your relationships if it's your fifth house, this could be to do with your creativity. It could be to do with your expression. Um, so yeah, have an investigate, have a look. If you have any planets in Leo, this will also add another flavor. Um, you can book a reading with me if you want to explore that with someone. Um, again, link for that is in the show notes. And then Chiron, I'm going to talk about Chiron briefly. So Chiron also stationed retrograde uh, around a similar time to Venus, the day after on July the 23rd. And Chiron has a much longer retrograde period. Chiron will station direct, so will come out of retrograde on December the 26th. So we've got about six months of Chiron retrograde. And Chiron is an asteroid, if you don't know already. And he carries the energy of the wounded healer. And Chiron in our natal chart, so Chiron in your birth chart can indicate where you carry some of your deepest wounds in life. And these can come from experiences maybe that you've had in childhood or in your early years, or maybe they can even be carried forward from, from past lives, depending on the placement in your chart. And what Chiron brings us in our life is an opportunity for deep healing. So when we lean towards these wounds or these parts of ourselves that have experienced hurt with love, compassion, grace, with a desire to understand and move through them, to gather learnings and wisdom from them. It is our greatest opportunity for healing in our lives and also a really big part of what we are here to offer the world in terms of our service because our pain, our challenges, our wounds, our tests, the, the things that confront us the most in our life are often the things that we learn the most from and the things that when we look back we can see that these are the places of spaces we've gathered wisdom from right so that's what Chiron is in the birth chart and then Chiron transits so when Chiron's moving through the signs in the sky depending on what sign of the zodiac Chiron is in we are learning as a collective or being invited as a collective to heal through some of the shadow energy of that sign and um, in particular uh, particularly in the house or the area of our life that that sign rules in our individual birth charts so chiron has been in aries 
Chiron moved into Aries in 2019 and will be in Aries until 2026. So it's a pretty long transit compared to some of the inner planets like Mercury and Venus, which are moving through the signs in a matter of weeks. And Chiron in Aries is a collective healing around our sense of self and our identity. It is really around learning who we are at our core and learning to lead and live from that place. Releasing selfishness, releasing anger, releasing frustration. A big piece of this Chiron in Aries is coming into forgiveness, for coming into forgiveness of ourselves and others, for taking responsibility for our needs, our desires and our actions. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac and it's very much about the self, it's about the me and because it's the first sign of the zodiac it has this kind of baby and immature energy sometimes and it can be self selfish, impulsive, it can be um, quite self-focused and, and narrow-minded and not seeing the perspective of others and so a part of this healing journey through Chiron and Aries is is healing from the belief that we have to do everything alone and learning to receive help and support and learning when to prioritize ourselves and when to prioritize others and finding this balance between the me and the we and maturing through this process and releasing any anger or frustration we have around this around maybe where we don't feel like our needs have been prioritized in the past um or where we haven't prioritized ourselves in the past and getting to know our anger and learning how to transform, transmute, deal with, express anger in healthy and constructive ways. Because anger is not a negative emotion. It's not a bad thing. Many of us are conditioned to believe that it's not a good thing or that it should be hidden or that it's something we should be ashamed of. Anger is the emotion of action. It shows us where our boundaries have been crossed. It shows us what we will and won't tolerate. So Chiron and Aries is helping us to learn how to move with our anger in a constructive way, to use it to be a force of good for healing, for transformation, for deepening, for connection, for revolution, for creating the change that we feel passionate about in the world. And so now Chiron has stationed retrograde and will be retrograde for the next six months. And like I was sharing at the beginning of this episode, a retrograde is a slowing down. It's an opportunity to reflect, to reorganize, to realign, to review. And with a retrograde in Chiron, it is a time for deepening in and integrating the healing that we have been experiencing with the Chiron transit. So anything to do with your identity, your sense of self, um, maybe the part of your life that is ruled by Aries in your natal chart, where you might have been on a healing journey or been really diving into navigating some difficult emotions or past trauma or rewriting stories from previous experiences. This is an integration time with retrograde. So you might find that old themes, old patterns, old stuff comes up for you. It might feel like you're taking one step forward and going two step, steps backwards. Like you might be falling into old patterns, particularly around your identity and who you are at your core. And because this is coinciding with Venus retrograde, it's really tied up in our self-worth. So all these things that I mentioned with 
Venus retrograde and where we're seeking those feelings of self-worth, how is that tied up in your identity? How is that tied up in who you are at your core? And is the outer expression of that mirroring the inner feeling or the inner knowing of who you are at your core? But basically, Chiron retrograde is a time of deepening into the healing and... With any healing work, it can feel overwhelming. So the most important thing to focus on and prioritize is taking care of yourself and letting yourself go at your own pace. Letting yourself be exactly where you are. Let yourself fuck up. Let yourself get it wrong. Love yourself anyway. Give yourself compassion. Um, We're not always going to get it right. And the path of healing is definitely not linear. It is a spiral. It is a process of taking a few steps forward of old stuff coming back to the surface, of going back into old patterns, of choosing something new, of feeling like a toddler in that choosing of something new, of getting something wrong, of of making amazing progress, of, you know, it's, it's a crazy spiral. It can be really messy and it can feel overwhelming. So yeah, a reminder that the most important thing is to be taking care of yourself, especially with the Chiron retrograde. And a reminder as well that you can take a break, you can have a day off, you don't have to always be focused on improving and learning and growing and healing. Um, I can speak from personal experience that it can be quite addictive and it can be quite all-consuming to have this awareness and to want to be improving and to want to be growing which is a beautiful thing and also it's so important to step back and be present and enjoy the growth that you have created there's always going to be more work to do there's always going to be stuff coming up and it's your choice whether you choose to dive into that in that moment or take a step back and just enjoy enjoy what you've created so that's the chat about retrogrades i hope you found that useful and interesting if you have any questions or if you would like to share any reflections around how this informational episode impacted you or anything it activated for you i would love to hear from you um so feel free to message me directly as i mentioned before flash sale on my readings for the month of august you can find all the links for these in the show notes and Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate every single one of you who tunes in and listens to these episodes. It gives me such joy to be able to create these and connect with you all in this way. So thank you. I'm sending you so much love and big hugs.